You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very serious and dignified pop and geek culture show, Nerd Overload. Today, we will be discussing several comings and goings in the world of geek and pop culture news. I am the very dignified Cody. I am the random interloper, Jordan Taylor. <laughs> I am the quite distinguished Josh Harrison. <laughs> and I'm the sophisticated lady, Samantha. Hey, everybody, we got a great show for you today. And of course, you know, before we get into the news, we have this wonderful segment we like to call Check It Out. Press the button. Check it out! <laughs> glad you've been instructed in the ways of the soundboard thank you <laughs> it took me a second i've got nothing unless you just want to hear me talk about among us <laughs> we did that last two shows we i know we can't do that again <laughs> that's all i've been doing <laughs> i still haven't played it and i don't know why i just you're afraid yeah i'm afraid i'll like it too much though <laughs> It's just one of those things where it's like everybody's talking about this and it's making me not want to play it. I have to be the contrarian about the- Well, it has kind of reopened my interest in social deduction gaming. I went to a friend's house and we played some Jackbox games. Oh, nice. And there's one that's a social deduction game. Is it uh, Press the Button? Yes, Press the Button. Yeah, that one. I had never played that one before. And so that was interesting to see my sister lie through her teeth. <laughs> We played that with with my mom and my brother and his boyfriend, and we like couldn't figure out exactly what was going on, and it was just kind of just like things happened, and then it was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's just say the aliens won every time, and yeah. I was like, "Huh." I'm a terrible liar. I always get caught. Again, they're <laughs> yeah, like, I'm "You are it. the alien." Yeah, I'm like, I'm the, uh, "Maybe." <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I don't. I don't like lying, and I'm not good at it. <laughs> I played, I did play, I did download this one free social deduction game on Steam called Enemy Inside, I think is what it's called. It's not very good. <laughs> it's it's very simple. Like you're on a spaceship, that seems to be the theme lately, and there are two of the players are aliens, but they have like their own alien kind of powers. Like they can lay eggs and create traps and things like that, and they eventually will evolve into a murder alien and you can die. Uh, but then the the human players get weapons, but you just don't know who the alien is. And then randomly the generators on the ship or something go bad and you have to go fix them and hope you don't get murdered when you go to fix them. <laughs> so it's like a little bit more video gamey. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a definitely a lot more video gamey. I played it a little bit. It ran like, it ran like garbage and I just, I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. Like I, I thought town of Salem was more fun. And Town of Salem is basically just werewolf with cute pictures. <laughs> um, Have you guys played the role models one in Jackbox? That sounds familiar, but I can't remember how it's the it works. Sciency themed one where you have to group all your friends into different roles. Oh, we saw that one, but we were playing with people we didn't know very well, so uh, we didn't oh, yeah. think it would work out. No, it wouldn't work very no. well. But it's kind of neat because, like, they'll give you like. Uh, oh the Seinfeld characters and then you assign each friend to their corresponding Seinfeld character and then it compares what everybody picked. I feel like that could ruin friendships. Yeah, possibly. (laughs) A lot of Jackbox games are that way. Mm, I don't (laughs) know. I thought that one was pretty fun. I don't want to be the Kramer. (laughs) I think I was the Kramer, yeah. (laughs) I thought I would be the George, but I was the Kramer. Was there even a George? I don't don't remember. You were the Elaine, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's the only you were female the only character. Girl. No, your mom's. Yeah, my mom was playing too. I forgot who she got. I don't know. Some of, only problem with that. Some of the times you just kind of have to like, uh, I guess. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. just like, well, none of these fit now, so I'm just gonna throw somebody in this one. <laughs> just kind of wing it. Mm-hmm. Or you get one that's like kind of blue and like awkward, and it's like, well, I'll put myself on that one because I don't feel comfortable giving it to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we watched a mystery science theater called Samson in the Vampire Women. <laughs> oh, I've seen that one, that but it was so long ago. It's got familiar. like some uh, luchador is the main character. And so what, there's... Sam in a luchador movie? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, who saw that coming? <laughs> 
But yeah, it was actually, it was pretty good. It's, you know, quality, quality garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you expect from your Mystery Science Theater yes. 3000s. Yes, it was a good time. I know I saw you guys watch Puma Man. Yeah. Oh, yes, that we is, did. That is my oh, yeah. absolute favorite Mystery Science Theater episode. Puma Man. <laughs> yeah. He flies like a moron. <laughs> he has the power to rear project major cities. <laughs> that is that's my absolute oh, yeah. favorite episode. I kiss my toad in your honor. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that an old one or a newer one? It's an old, old. one. It's a it's a Mike one. Okay, man, I haven't watched like any Mystery Science Three Thousand in so long. I still haven't finished the last new season. We were about halfway through the gauntlet and then didn't finish it. Probably should. That's a good teaser, though, because we have news about yeah, Mystery ooh, Science Theater. Stick around. That's true. <laughs> you guys watching your spooky movies uh, for October this year? We've been watching some, but not with the, the regularity that we have in the past. We haven't done one a day. But, see, we watched one. Was it Nocturne the other night? There was one of those Bloomhouse uh, Amazon ones. <laughs> one of those. There's like a Bloomhouse deal with Amazon where they're doing like Four new movies, and this was one of them. It was about a, it was a music school, music high school, student. It was art school. Wasn't yeah, it? it was art high school. And what? She's competing yeah. with her twin sister for some kind of big time concert thing, and she finds the notebook of a, of a musician who killed herself, and just start, you know, starts going crazy, like you do, as one does. <laughs> And it, I mean, it was pretty good. It The ending is super... Predictable? No. Ambiguous. Ambiguous. Oh. Yes, that's the word. It's incredibly ambiguous. You, you don't know what the end is. Yeah. To the <laughs> Honestly. Point, to the point where it's like, well, it's not Almost very... choose your own adventure. Yeah. It's like, that bad. It makes the whole rest of the movie not particularly fulfilling. <laughs> but I wouldn't say it was bad either. It was... Different? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't particularly spooky or anything either. I mean, kind of. It's kind of creepy. My, my favorite horror movies are definitely psychological horror films. Yeah. That's also my my aberration for like you know all things gory. I love gory. Oh, yeah. I hate it. I love I gory it. movies. <laughs> we wa- we watched From Beyond, uh, a Stuart Gordon movie that was very gross. Is <laughs> the H.P. Lovecraft From Beyond? Uh, it's by the same guys that did Reanimator. Oh, okay. And it has Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton in it, like Reanimator. And it was just—it was a good time. It was wild. Would you uh, say it was Buck Wild? Yes, it is Buck Wild. <laughs> uh, a pervert scientist builds a machine that lets him see into you know another dimension that is that is concurrent with ours, but we can't see it, and they can't see us. Oh, and that's unfortunate. You know, horrible fish monsters, and and then the guy dies, and he ends up going over to the other realm, and he comes back as a horrible animatronic, fleshy, fleshy blob. blob monster monstrosity. <laughs> it's so gross and cool. <laughs> Is it like kind of like Cronenbergian? Or oh like- yeah, yep. Uh, it's like it's like they're working their way to that movie society. Like it's almost the. <laughs> The shunting scene from society, but not quite that gross yet. One of the reasons I don't. Did you want to keep talking about that or not? Yeah. Okay. But uh, there, there's one point where uh, Jeffrey Combs's character gets like absorbed into the big bad guy monster man, and their two like skulls are moving around in the flesh, <laughs> and the skulls look like they're fighting. It's like two skulls fighting. It's like <laughs> that is so ridiculous and cool. <laughs> Fighting skulls. <laughs> skulls of the Shogun. <laughs> but one of the reasons why we haven't been watching so many spooky movies, probably because, oh, what's it called? That Netflix show. Oh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, we've been kind of watching that. Oh, I've heard that's good, but I don't know anything about it. And it has the word haunting in it, so <laughs> I probably won't watch it. <laughs> oh, do you not like ghosts? No. No. <laughs> this, well, this show's chock full of them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just stand in the background. Yeah, sometimes just stuff will walk by in the background with no explanation. Huh. The, I guess the basis of it is this uh, American lady in the 80s becomes an au pair for two... <laughs> I'm gonna stop you there. What? <laughs> Talk about that funny moment we had. Like, man, she's dressed weird. Oh yeah, because I didn't realize it was took place in the '80s. 
I like I like missed the card that said it's 1986, and I'm like, why is she dressed like that? <laughs> terrible fashion taste. Yeah. Well, because everybody else is like fancy British children and and maids and cooks, and it's like, so this lady just looks like, why is she dressed like it's 1986? Did, well, did, because it is. Did she come from like a Cindy Lauper contest? What is this? <laughs> She had like the mom jeans and the <laughs> like tea, like poofy hair, yeah, a little bit, not terribly. But she she becomes an au pair for these creepy British children. <laughs> that, Aren't they all? Yeah, <laughs> that whose parents have just died, and their previous au pair died, and they live in this big creepy mansion where creepy stuff happens. <laughs> and it's good. I don't. I think so far I like. Hill House better, even though we never finished Hill House. <laughs> we watched all of Hill House but the last episode. I feel like it's going to get real. Yeah, I, th- I think you were scared. I think you were too scared. I think you were scared. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it sounds like you need to have a spoop off. <laughs> <laughs> Who is more scared of this show? <laughs> and do we watch it anyways? But, but Blind Manor is good. I would recommend. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's super scary or anything. No. It's more creepy than scary. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind creepy. It's just I can't get into like gore and nah, oh, it hasn't stuff been, like that. But... It hasn't been nah. gory at all. So it's not 13 ghosts. <laughs> it's more 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> it's more just kind of like a creepy feeling weird. I don't know. Like a, a gothic horror yeah. kind of thing. You know, I... Tr- Speaking of like gothic horror and stuff like that, I tried so hard to like the movie uh, Crimson Peak. Oh, I've I've been meaning to watch that one. Man, it is not good. Like I haven't watched it in years, and I mean like ye- like since it came out. <laughs> and like, you know, you think you know it's got like Tom Hiddleston in it and ghosts and all kinds of stuff. No. It is a bad movie. <laughs> oh, like I love I love I love Del Toro, and I'm like I love his stuff, and I'm like. No, this. They even got friend of the show Doug Jones in there playing a spooky old lady ghost. What if they combined Tom Hiddleston and Tom Hanks and made a Tom Hankleston? I, I don't know. I don't have anywhere to go with that. I just wanted to say Tom Hankleston. Like they just glue them together yeah. and now they're one person? Yeah. No, I don't like it. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes it. He, he has the wholesomeness of a Tom Hanks, but with the, the rapscallionness of a Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> a tale of two Toms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3. That's something. Man, I, I keep meaning to like try that. It's good. And I don't usually, I can't usually get into like turn-based um, RP. Well, no, I like turn-based RPGs, but when there's like a lot of movement... And a lot of like tactics on top of it, I usually get bored pretty quick. But this one plays so close to actual Dungeons and Dragons rules, and I've been playing actual Dungeons and Dragons, so I like understand how all the systems, you know, go together. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it makes it a lot of fun, actually. Like I love the old Boulder's Gate games and the original Neverwinter Nights game. But it is it's exactly five E. Like okay. same same spells, same movement, same rules, like to a uh, T almost. That sounds about right because the old Baldur's Gate was. Jeez, I want to say Baldur's Gate Two might was either AD and D or it might have been three point I can't really even remember now. I remember it being really like spot on as far as like you know the D and D system working as far as video games go. And that's why I liked uh, Neverwinter uh, Neverwinter Nights because the. Uh, 3.0, 3.5. And then they came out in Neverwinter Nights 2, and it's definitely not as good. <laughs> but also, you know, Obsidian made that one. So, you know, it's like comparing, like, Nice Little Republic and Nice Little Republic 2. It's really hard, though, also. Like, well, it was for me, anyway. Like, there, there's this, like, after you get through most of the opening sequence and you're actually kind of set loose on this island, I would. it took me, like, four or five times just to not get killed in the first encounter with some walking brains some intellect devourers oh okay yeah it opens on you're on a like a mind flayer uh octopus ship Hmm. and they put a little like this weird 
wormy thing in your eyeball Ew. that's going to make you turn into a mind flayer if you don't find somebody to heal it. Huh. So that's kind of the, that's the narrative device to push you forward. You got to get your brain worm out. Man, that's like going some straight for some like Lovecraft territory right there. Is everything involving like mind flares and stuff goes that way? Oh yeah, a lot of squid, a lot of tentacles, a lot of squid men, a lot of exposed brains. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> wow, that sounds super gross. <laughs> oh man, there was a book back in three point five called The Lords of Madness, and it was all about like mind flare stuff. And there's some gross pictures in that book. <laughs> like there was like a mind flare uh, class called the uh, Mind Flare Savant. And basically, any person you ate the brain of, you gained their skills. Mm. Mm. It was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the character creator wasn't as... Intuitive? In, not in, expansive as I thought it would be. Okay. It might be because it's early access and they're not completely done with it yet. But, like, I figured there'd be some sliders. I figured there'd be, like, some serious monster factory level <laughs> stuff you could do. <laughs> but you just pick from a bunch of predetermined faces and pieces. Oh, boo. Yeah. So so there's not going to be a monster factory for Baldur's Gate, unfortunately. Yeah, but at the same time, you're probably not going to see that character's face all that much. No, you do. Oh, do it's you? It's third person. Yeah, huh. you, you, can, you can zoom around and move your camera wherever you want, look at whatever you want. I, I think I more meant, like, helmets and stuff. Oh. You know, put your hat on. I don't know. I'm playing as a wizard, so not wearing. Well, then a helmet. you need a hat. <laughs> <laughs> you need to show off your, you know, magician skills. <laughs> I haven't gotten far enough to get a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, your first character is a wizard, huh? Yeah, I just remade the character that I've been playing oh. in uh, in actual Dungeons and Dragons. Nerd. The <laughs> <laughs> the necromancer it's mortician. A good thing you're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The necromancer mortician Mortimer Dumort. <laughs> Solid name. Thank you. Oh man, uh, there's this uh, web comic I've been reading called The Weekly Roll, and it's a black and white D and D based comic. Like it's more kind of funny than anything. Like it's not real serious or anything like that. But man, some of the stuff in it is is just great. Like there's this paladin, and he's just so done with his party. <laughs> his party involves uh, a halfling wizard who is kind of a thief, but I'm not sure he's a rogue. And then there's like this barbarian half-orc girl who's the halfling's girlfriend. <laughs> and she's like a and she's like a psychopath. And then they eventually pick up this dwarven necromancer <laughs> who like wears like thick stone armor and all you see is like his like just glowing bits where his eyes are. <laughs> it's it's a weird it's a weird comic and it's kind of funny. Like the newest one they just came out with was like uh, the paladin goes running into a shop and he's like, do you sell magical weapons? And the guy's like, no, you know, and he's like, uh, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll buy all your silver coins. And he's like, do you know we have a werewolf infestation? He goes, and a sock. And then in the next panel, you see this werewolf tearing into some guy. And then the paladin like reaches up with his, like, his blackjack sock full of silver, silver coins. coins. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, sup dog. <laughs> it's so dumb. But I chuckle. Like I've I've been chuckling like reading all these panels. It's, I don't know. It's, for some reason it is it hits it tickles my funny bone. Uh I recently finished an audiobook, if that mm-hmm. counts as a thing to check out. It does. Yeah. Uh it's called Magic. It's called by uh Angie Sage, and it's the first book in a series about a boy called Septimus Heap, who is the seventh son of a seventh son. So therefore he is magic. Uh, it was pretty good. I saw it recommended on some list. And I, I read it. You know what? Well, the I audio think, read it to me. I think I, I've, I can see the cover because I think I've seen the book on like shelf before. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I liked the way she writes and stuff. I feel like the only real problem I had is that uh, the book says like book one in the Septimus Heap Chronicles or whatever. But at the beginning of the book, they tell you Septimus Heap is dead. And then <laughs> that kind of spoils the fact that he's he's not. Yeah. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah, that kind of works against it. And then by the end, they're like, oh, he's not dead. Like, well, I figured that out already. Yeah. He got Thank six you. more books. <laughs> or, what, or what if it's like a John dies at the end kind of thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, and then he just dies again. <laughs> nope, yep. still dead. Maybe he dies every book. I don't know. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Like, oh no, he's dead again. They killed Septimus <laughs> for the seventh time. Oh no, seventh death of a seventh time. <laughs> but you you enjoy it. You like it. You like the way. It yeah, flows. yeah, it was pretty good. I requested the the second book in the series. And uh, I've been listening to a bunch of audiobooks on the Libby app. When I drive mm. to work, you get them from the library, and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> that was that's so funny because literally just yesterday I was talking to Cody about getting library cards so we could you were, do. You that. were literally you looking at the web at the website. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> you should. I highly recommend oh, the app. It's, I read books on there too, but the audiobook yeah. feature is really nice. This one was like more produced, like. At the beginning of chapters, like music stings would kick in, and he, the guy oh, yeah. is like doing voices as you should when you read oh, someone yeah, a book. But, yeah, I highly recommend it. Cool. Remember those those books you get as a kid that also had a tape that was like, when you hear this sound, turn the page. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang. And what if they did that with audio books for adults? <laughs> like you're just sitting there reading along. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's like something I haven't thought about in a really long time. Yeah. And for some reason, it's triggering a memory in my head of this Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that. Don't. Yeah. Don't think about it. You guys don't like Teddy Ruxpin? Oh, Look God. away. I had one, and I wouldn't be in the same room with it. <laughs> it was my sister's. I would, I literally, I would not. <laughs> like, all it was was just a, an animatronic tape player. <laughs> And it was horrifying. Yes. Well, that was really loud too. Like I'm remembering, like hearing like the motors in the face <laughs> move the mouth. <laughs> I, had a, I think I had a Mickey Mouse themed one. <laughs> but I remember putting like tapes that weren't Teddy and Ruxpin tapes oh, yeah, inside you, it. You put your Slayer tape in there. <laughs> your, I had your a Iron Maiden two XL, and I would put like Mary Kay and Ashley tapes. <laughs> in there. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> oh god. Oh wait, don't we have a sound bite for that? Yeah. It's it's ruining the joke because I can't find it. <laughs> don't worry, it can be edited to be real snappy. <laughs> That's true, except for some reason I saw it on here before and I really, really don't see it. Oh there it is. Wow wow is very nice. <laughs> oh, excellent timing. Okay, so from there we are about out of time for the first half, so wrap it up. Wrap Let's... it up. That's do some music. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how Try we do that it, isn't again. it? Somebody do a better outro. <laughs> wrap it up. Let's do some music.
my room like an oven My bed soaked with sweat and man I was bugging I checked the clock, it had stopped at 12.30 It had melted, it was so darn hot and I was thirsty I wanted something cool to quench my thirst I thought to myself, yo, this heat is the worst But when I got downstairs, I noticed something was wrong I was home all alone, but the TV was on I thought nothing of it as I grabbed the remote I pushed the power button, and then I almost choked When I heard this awful voice coming from behind It said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long Cause, got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming Then thought, oh I can't Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street we're back that was a nightmare on my street by dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince why did we pick that song cody that's a halloween classic uh, those those will smith uh, feel good uh, raps and rhymes but this time about freddy krueger <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good time <laughs> it, I, it's i think we usually play it at halloween times it's probably so, a good time for freddy krueger yeah yeah so uh, let, let's move on to the second half of the show where we talk about the news. Gold. <laughs> That's why we're an award-winning, uh, you know, internet podcast. Yes. Very nice. What do you want to start with? Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to play the sound. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Wow, it's very nice. <laughs> Let's just start at the top of the list with uh, they announced they are officially doing a Mad Max spinoff movie about Furiosa 
from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. And they have cast some of it already as well. Is it supposed to be like a prequel to Fury Road? Yes. yes. Interesting. Do you think Lashua has... She, does, she have, does she not have an arm? Yeah, she doesn't have an arm. Yeah, she's right, got... Right. Yeah. I imagine they will. But she's been disarmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have cast Anya Taylor Joy. Don't not sure who that is. Do I know who that? What is she from? Probably <laughs> I have something. No idea. She's playing in the younger version of Furiosa, obviously. And uh, a man you may have heard of by the name of Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> nice. And Yaha Abdul Mateen the second, which I, I'm not sure who that is either. I should I should do like some research into these things before we talk about them but uh <laughs> I, i'm very excited about yeah. this because uh fury road was an amazing movie that i loved very much yeah it definitely sounds like an interesting concept for them to go back and tell her story before she ended up doing the fury road things well by the way that guy you had trouble pronouncing his name he was black manta and aquaman oh nice but it, fury road was was Furiosa's movie more than it was even Mad Max's movie? Oh, like, for sure. Like yeah. I haven't, like I haven't watched the movie, but that's basically everything I heard is Mad Max is basically just kind of like a set piece. He's not even really the real hero of the show or of the movie, I should say. I mean, he's he's there and he helps. And like, <laughs> what more? What more could you expect out of him? Like, <laughs> like what else was he supposed to do? He's the action man. <laughs> he's gonna do the action stuff, and Furiosa is too. <laughs> And I, I'm just excited for more because, God, that movie was so good. <laughs> I keep feeling bad because I haven't seen it because I love the Mad Max universe. Like, Go, go home and watch it. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next on the list? Um, there's rumors floating around that they... I'm just going straight down the list at this point. <laughs> there's rumors floating around that they might do a miniature Dreamcast console like they did that little miniature Genesis. Nintendo and little miniature Genesis. Yeah. Sega might be going back to that well again and this time with the Genesis. I I didn't check where the rumor came from, but I, I don't know how much stock I put into it because the Dreamcast is a lot more complicated of a piece of hardware than the Sega Genesis. <laughs> True. Also, its well of games is not that so, great. So, what games do you think would come with it? Uh, Choo Choo Rocket. Yeah, Choo Choo Rocket, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, Space Channel Five. Um, you'd have to cut out any of them that has like some kind of weird controller, like Sega Bass Fishing or Samba de Amigo. Crazy Taxi. Yeah, Crazy Taxi. Jet Set Radio. You said that, I think. Did I say Jet Set Radio? Or no, well, you said Space Channel 5. Okay. Jet Set Radio could be on there twice because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what else. Like, that's the big one. I, I remember when it came out, my cousin got it. Like It was like a day one thing. And he got, like, uh, Toy Commander. That was a weird game. It was fun, but it was weird. Where you, like, kind of, like roll around and like toy it's like a vehicle battle game kind of like a twisted metal kind of thing but it's in the theme of you are toys rolling around it sounds like an army men knockoff kind of <laughs> man i miss the old army men games those were so much fun yeah that was a clever idea you know melting them with like a flamethrower and stuff God, it was so good but <sighs> I, I don't see them doing this because it'd be a lot more cost effective to just port all these games to the switch and sell them individually <laughs> Because they're not, I mean, they're old games, but they're not, like, they don't feel as dated as a Genesis game. Like, you can put time into a Dreamcast game. Yes and no. Do you think anybody cared about the Dreamcast enough that they would do it just for the, like, gimmick of the nostalgia? I mean, I did. <laughs> yeah. I loved the Dreamcast. That's true. It's not going to have that, like, family appeal like the other ones do. Like, it <laughs> doesn't have the nostalgia factor except for in a very niche subset of nerds and people like me that would buy it because <laughs> i i mean i love the dreamcast i didn't get it until it was like already dead and i got it for cheap and i picked up like a whole bunch of games for like three dollars nice but but i had a good time with it and man i remember the commercials and how like wild they were like like the shenmue commercials oh yeah that's one they'd have to put on there they'd like shenmue on there like they they'd like the shenmue commercials were weird like they're toted how like the story was so epic that it 
like rewired the brain of this guy and he thought he was the hero of the game. <laughs> and he walked around asking people if they'd like to play Lucky Hit. Or they've seen sailors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just he's just karate punching people every every person in a tattoo studio. And like a lot of the the novelty of the Dreamcast was that it had a modem in it and could do online stuff. And like, would they set that back up? SegaNet was terrible. Yeah. It was absolutely the worst. But if it came with a network enabled version of Fantasy Star Online, I'd be all over it. I'd day one purchase that. <laughs> well, of course you would. <laughs> you loved that game. Yeah, the original Fantasy Star Online is so good. So good. <laughs> how, how, would they save it? Would it have a hard drive, or would they like go back to the VMU? <laughs> well, that's the other thing. The VMU is so unique. How would you even do that? They'd have to cut out all those features. The, the VMU was the memory card for the Dreamcast, and it had a little screen and a little gamepad on it, so you could play like basically like Tamagotchi level games with it. Huh. Like for Sonic Adventure, you got like a little chow chow. I wanted to say chow chow, but it didn't sound right. Just once. Yeah, ciao. Just ciao. <laughs> ciao. And it was, it was literally like a little Sonic character Tamagotchi that you carried around until your battery died. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but you could link them together, too. Like, yeah. If you, like, you and a friend had it, you'd, like, plug them together and, like, either play a little game or you could transfer data. I think so, yeah. Or trade chows. Like Pokemon, but the, so they'd have to cut out all those features unless they wanted to sell a bunch of VMUs again. I don't. Maybe they have a warehouse full of them. I don't know. <laughs> but also, like, I liked the Dreamcast controller. It does have a deceptively good controller. Yeah, and it's weird because like the 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 first Xbox controller was essentially a ripoff of it, and I hated it. Yeah, and the uh, the current Xbox controller is kind of an evolution of the Dreamcast controller. So think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't see him doing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be interesting, but again, like you said, they'd be better off just putting them off like on the Switch. It's like. Here's the Dreamcast collection or something. Yeah, I mean, they did it on Steam. You can get a Dreamcast collection on Steam, and it's got, like, Crazy Taxi and Space Channel 5. But does it have, you know, Skies of Arcadia? No. Exactly. They should port that to the Switch. I'd buy that. I've never played that. I still have I still have the GameCube uh, remaster or <laughs> re-release or whatever. I, I could have played that today, but no, I played Killer7 instead. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Kickstarter to bring everybody's favorite supermarket tabloid weekly world news back into like physical production. Like they want to print it again, (laughs) which I think the majority of the novelty of weekly world news is the fact that it is exists. So like it's printed. It's physically the stupid (laughs) thing they wrote is there sitting at the supermarket line, just reading the weird. Yeah. This one, this was the tabloid that said stuff about bat boy or something about Elvis marrying Bigfoot, like that kind of crazy crap. (laughs) Like Bigfoot scene at white house dinner, stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm with really, real. really bad Photoshop pictures. It was just awful. I'm really excited because I want to know what Bigfoot has been doing all this exactly. time. Like, yeah. where has he been that we haven't had this newspaper? <laughs> Honestly, I for, I didn't even realize it wasn't in print anymore. <laughs> the people at the Sun are too cowardly to tell us what, <laughs> where Bigfoot's having dinner now. <laughs> I have a memory of the magazine. One of my friends bought it one and we were reading it at lunch and there was this article about an opera singer choking on a meatball and dying during a performance so Aww. i know was, why would she be eating a meatball during a performance because she, she was so fat oh wow <laughs> wow it's very progressive of them all those yeah. like i guess i guess that musical is over <laughs> it's like 2002 or whatever well thanks they were trying to come back but now you've gotten I them know. canceled sorry i didn't <laughs> I didn't I rem- think that one through. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, and they always had like those doom and gloom apocalypse, you know, Nostradamus prediction, yada, oh, yada, yeah. yada, yada. My sister would get worked up in such a tizzy <laughs> when we were younger. She's like, the world's going to end by Christmas. Bleh. Like so upset. Oh. And I'm like... I'm like, you know that's not real, right? (laughs) Last week they said Bat Bat Boy was running for president. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I didn't know it was out of print because, like, their Facebook or whatever. Like, I've got, like, one Facebook friend that shares it, like, every day. (laughs) 
or every week. Yeah, they they have a website and a blog and everything, but it's a, it's not the same as physically seeing this this, this black and white black paper. And white, yeah, dumb artifact in front of you. <laughs> Awful articles. Yeah. <laughs> and always with Bad Boy. Oh, like like the mascot they he, stuck with. He is yeah, their mascot officially is Bat Boy. <laughs> Do you think that he at this point he is like grown up bat and he has bat children, <gasps> so there's younger bat boys, like a whole a whole you, spawn you of think. them. And they, they legally can't call him Batman. That's true. <laughs> he just has to be grown grown up bat boy. Yeah. Bat adult. Bat adult. <laughs> <laughs> Middle aged male bat person <laughs> again that's batman <laughs> but anyway i hope i hope they make their goal because actually i need to look into <laughs> to maybe kickstart in weekly world news uh but uh, moving on down the list we've got uh dr strange is set to appear in the whatever the next spider-man movie is gonna be that's pretty exciting <laughs> Yeah, Doctor Strange is one of my favorites because I like the I like the Magic Man, and uh, I guess what better way to replace Tony Stark than replace him with Magic Tony Stark? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I think they could play off each other well. I mean, I liked everyone's chemistry, like when they're all on screen in the last couple movies. I think it's weird to have him mentor Spider-Man, who's not a magic character at all, but. Maybe he just gravitates toward men with goatees. Maybe. <laughs> He's got a type. <laughs> I mean, they bet that was basically a plot point of uh, Far From Home. <laughs> oh, Mysterio looks kind of like Tony Stark when he puts on these sunglasses. <laughs> he just has issues with facial recognition. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you Tony Stark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Will you be my new surrogate daddy? <laughs> I mean, they better hurry up because, like, Tom Holland's growing up. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, like, 24 now, and he's he's going to be... I mean, in the movies, what was it was Spider-Man's senior year last movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's at least going to be out of high school by that point. So that's... At least that's good. Because <laughs> it would get weird. <laughs> Well, I plus mean, they could probably time jump it a little bit at this point too. Oh, so, because yeah. isn't there supposed to be another Doctor Strange before there's another Spider-Man? I don't know. I think so. I thought there was one because it's yeah. got like a horror bent to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the the something <laughs> dimension the, or something. Something of with the word the madness multi, in it. Yeah. Multiverse of madness. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Oh, maybe that's where the multiverse <laughs> angle comes into, like with like the rumors of oh, Tobey yeah. Maguire. And... I need to go talk to Doctor Strange because there's three different me's here. Oh, they're all, yeah. and, they're all, and they're all doing the the bad cartoon Spider-Man pointing at each yeah. other, <laughs> like at the end of Spider-Verse. <laughs> Stop pointing; it's rude. Uh, honestly, if they don't bank on that meme, they're they're it's bad writers. They yeah. need to get fired because yeah. even the Sonic movie banked off Sonic memes. That is true. It did. Man, I still need to watch that Sonic movie. I've it is surprisingly not terrible. Yeah, yeah, That's I would I second heard. that. Surprisingly not terrible. I'm, I'm not like a huge Sonic fanboy or anything, but I, I mean, feel like I should see it. Like yeah. I, I've played most of the games, and I, I don't want to say like I'm a fanboy either, but I got it. Like, it felt like that script of the movie was written by Sonic <laughs> Twitter. If I were to be honest. It's not going to give me the the warm tinglys that Detective Pikachu did, like where I go, oh my God, there's this Pokemon, there's that one. Like, I was like legitimately just excited to see Pokemon on the screen. <laughs> and not not be a fully animated feature. Yeah, yeah, to see Pokemon like done Look, realistically like that. Well, somewhat. Yeah. I mean, they're all still Technicolor, you know, merchandise objects yeah, yeah they but, looked awesome though with like their textures and stuff and oh like, yeah the, especially like in the charizard cage fight oh yeah and like the lickitung was the worst because <laughs> yeah, he's the worst it really was <laughs> actually i'm sorry no mr mime is the worst oh, yeah <laughs> i mean he is literally a nightmare yes yes he is uh so uh side point to your uh weekly world news it's raised $37,000 of its $50,000 goal and it's oh. got seven days to go. Oh, it's getting wow. there. They can, still, they can still make that. There have been 468 backers. <laughs> That's 
a lot of money for that small amount of people. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. There you go. They need your help to make dumb newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like we've got, is that Rambo in Mortal Kombat? Yes. They, it is recently, it's been announced and released, I think, since we've had a chance <laughs> to talk about it. But they put uh, Rambo in Mortal Kombat, apparently. And Sylvester Stallone yeah. does the voice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like it seems to be like their whole shtick. Like every like guest character they've been throwing in is an '80s action movie character. Oh. And almost every one of them has been voiced by the actual actor who played that character, except for Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he did personally pick the voice actor who does him. So. I mean, it's <laughs> nice that they're putting that much effort into it. I guess, like, like well, the first time I heard the RoboCop, I was like, he doesn't sound like him. And we looked it up, and I was like, oh, it is him. <laughs> huh. huh. It just. I don't know how I feel about it because, like, I have now keep in mind I have not seen any of the Rambo films, but I know the first one is like surprisingly like anti-war, anti-conflict. Oh yeah, First Blood is a really good movie. Like, it's it's not like it's you know it's the next the next ones in the series where they're basically just you know calorie-filled action films of dumbness. <laughs> The fact that, you know, they made a, a spoof movie specifically making fun of them. <laughs> Hot Shots Part Two, <laughs> the sequel to Hot Shots, which was a Top Gun uh, spoof movie. But yeah, First Blood is a really, really good movie. Like, it goes into the whole thing of like a Vietnam veteran coming home, dealing with people not liking Vietnam veterans. Which you could argue that putting him in the over-the-top, like, violent like stupid world of Mortal Kombat is doing a disservice to that character and that, you know, particular message. But mm-hmm. also there's like five or six other movies that do the same disservice. So it, I guess it kind of comes out even. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, he's like definitely super cheesy eighties action hero in like most of the films. But I think the only ones that are really there are like the cappers. Like there's first blood and there's like the most recent, like, uh, Rainbow Rambo Last Blood or whatever it's called that came out a couple years ago. I feel like there's a joke in there about how the middle one should be called Middle Blood. Middle (laughs) middle Blood. (laughs) Malcolm in the Middle Blood. (laughs) Like, I, like, it's kind of that way with Robocop, too, being in there, because, like, yeah, the movie is violent, but the movie itself is, like, making fun of the -the over-the-top violence that movies at the time had and that stuff like Mortal Kombat has. Like, the original original RoboCop is making fun of stuff like Mortal Kombat. So then to put RoboCop into Mortal Kombat doing all that dumb stuff is like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but RoboCop (laughs) also does shoot a guy in the wiener. That's true. (laughs) In that film. And also, just like Rambo, it has increasing sequels of dumbness of yeah that get progressively worse so like maybe the legacy of the character is really not that important after all and also robocop had a tv series that was really bad and a really bad remake what i'm saying is maybe robocop has already shot himself in the wiener at this point (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know maybe like maybe we're thinking too hard into it and not so much just the you know the this is more like taking your toys out of the box and like, who'd win in a fight? Yeah. Rambo or a smoke ninja? <laughs> but this is this is our job, is to have the hot takes on. <laughs> this is true. This I'm, is true. I'm just have, trying to have a hot take over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll know, you Rambo, you, you'll get over here. Uh, gotta do it. I went into Schwarzenegger. I can't even do it. <laughs> So in the vein of, like, 80s, 90s stuff in Mortal Kombat, are they going to add, like, Xena Warrior Princess? Because that would be pretty rad. That would be awesome. (laughs) That would work really well. Either that or do, like, a Soul Calibur and throw Xena in there. Yeah. She should be in Soul Calibur. Get Xena and Hercules in there. No, just Xena. (laughs) Okay, just Xena. It may may be Gadriel. Yeah. (laughs) Or is it Gabrielle? I think it was Gabrielle. Oh, yeah, Gadriel is the elf from Lord of the Rings. I mean, well, I could get him in there too. She, yeah, her. she could do that too. I don't too. know. I don't know my Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> but not a dark queen, but a beautiful. One. <laughs> Finish uh. him. <laughs> <laughs> 
flawless. All right. So in the vein of things that have lately been canceled or delayed, which is unfortunately becoming common. More and more the norm. Yes. Glow, the the show about the former female wrestling franchise, has been axed thanks to COVID. Uh, It was supposed to get one more season to, you know, tie it up. Written and ready just to be made. Yeah, just needed filmed. But, uh... Nope. They decided rather than delaying it indefinitely, they would just straight up cancel it, which kind of stinks because it was a real good show that we just didn't watch all the episodes of. Like, we, it was really I good. Like, I feel like you guys have a theme. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really good, and I really liked it, but we got about halfway through the second second season or third. I don't remember. Anymore. I don't know. Partway through one of the seasons and then just never went back. And I would have liked to have watched them all at some point, but now I just feel like, well, what's the point? Yeah, if it's not going to actually wrap up in the end. Yeah, because it was like I, well, now I don't know if I would recommend it because you're not going to get a full story. But like, it was a really good show and really fun too. I guess you're better off just watching that documentary about the real glow. <laughs> um, I forget what it's called, but it's that's a lot of fun. That's a weird title. That's not what it's called. <laughs> Now I'm going to look it up. Oh. <laughs> look what you did. I know. It probably was just called Glow. It's called Glow, the story of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it is a really fun documentary that tells you all about... Lady wrestling? Lady re- that, that particular lady wrestling... Uh, I don't, what do you call that when it's like a wrestling franchise like WWE and WCW? What is that called? Well, except for the WCW doesn't exist anymore. Oh, I know, but it did at one time. <laughs> it's, it's just a wrestling franchise. I think you just did it. Yeah, yourself. okay, friend. Yeah, the the NWO and the NWO no, no, Red Wolfpack. No, no, that was all part of WWF. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to list off all the stupid versions of NWO. Though, speaking of wrestling. Wolfpack for life. Oh, <laughs> back when Hulk Hogan was was Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, Hollywood Hogan. Because <laughs> he didn't want to pay Marvel the rights yeah. to use the word Hulk. So, so Marvel would leave him alone legally. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I was uh, I was somewhere. Where was I? Um, Paul Hollywood Hogan. Paul Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> he tells you he had a bad bake, and then he chokes slams you into the table. <laughs> And he remains legally distinct. Yeah. No, I think his actual name is Terry. That's a, yeah, bad, is. That's a bad break, brother. I can't do it. Someone else do it. Bad break, brother. <laughs> anyway. Hulkamania is running wild all over this cherry tart. <laughs> oh, God, I did my George it's biscuit. Mc- it's biscuit week, brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was, I went, I went out to eat or something. I can't remember, but there was somewhere that had TVs and they were playing wrestling like on the TV, and so in so lo- it was obviously a very classy establishment. <laughs> was it, it the was, Olive Garden? Yeah, it was probably like you know like a, a Ruth Chris Steakhouse or <laughs> I don't remember if it was Ralphie's or somewhere else. It might have been actually. I think it was Ralphie's. Anyway. Um, not an endorsement. It was a Red Lobster. <laughs> I watched a Power Rangers movie set in a Red Lobster. <laughs> my, my dad had a meeting there because he was used to be a manager, and he took us with there. And there was TVs, and there for some reason, as we played with toys and watched the Power Rangers movie in a Red Lobster. <laughs> nice, fun story time. Oh, Ivan Ooze. So anyway, so watching wrestling at a restaurant. So instead of doing the cardboard cutout thing like baseball's been doing, they have monitors sitting in the stands and people like actually watching wrestling and you can see them on their on the monitors. Dude, that's weird. I don't that's like that. weird. Yeah, it is we like see all these people with like headsets on and stuff and like They also do that in the background of the Dr. Phil show right now. <laughs> There's Ugh. just a wall of people behind him with like that are like nodding and Yeah, good job, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Way to use that old timey <laughs> Texas words. <laughs> Pseudo psychology. I'm surprised Vince McMahon doesn't charge them like 
for a ticket, and then there's a camera sitting right there, and they get the view from the seat. <laughs> I mean, they probably do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe don't, they do. Maybe Dr. Phil does that, too. That would make it more fun for, like, the audience person that you're not just watching the back of Dr. Phil's head, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it was really odd, and I was like... I'm trying to decide what's worse, these lifeless cardboard cutouts that people are playing sports to or watching a bunch of people live stream from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the Denver sports teams had South Park cutouts. I saw audience. that. That's pretty I funny. I saw that. It's like all the South Park characters. I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well have fun with it. <laughs> I think there was also one where you could like pay to be one of the cutouts or whatever. Yeah, so I that saw you that were too. In the background. I think that was baseball. Yeah. What a a weird, like, like, it's weird to think about history when you're living in the middle of a moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just like I'm having like this epiphany. I don't know, but it'll be weird to look back on this time like. Yeah, see it from the other side. Yeah, like decades down the road or something once we have like a vaccine or whatever. And just like, like go back and look at pictures. Everyone's wearing masks or hearing about all these things or just seeing the jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody is a cardboard cutout. Yeah. <laughs> People watching yeah, sports footage in the future be like, why is there cardboard cutouts in the audience? What the heck why, is that why, about? Why are there no more people? Yeah. <laughs> nobody likes this team. There's yeah. nobody there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got a few minutes left in about three more news topics. Where do you want to go? I think I think we can get through the rest of them. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. Just like every movie. Uh, that was ever announced to come out it, it recently. They delayed the Dune movie, so it's not mm. coming out anytime soon. I'll bet they delay it again. We'll see. <laughs> Which is weird because they recently just came out with a bunch of those like you know set photos and whatnot of the movie, like everyone like in costume doing stuff. Hmm. So it's like, is it shot? Is it not shot? I I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's shot. They just want to make sure everybody goes and sees it when it comes out. I guess that I guess that's true. I don't think Dune has the the fan base to warrant a bunch of people streaming it. Well, I'm leaving their homes during a pandemic to see it. I'm like war with grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that exactly. everybody will leave their homes yeah. for. <laughs> I've been I've been reading Dune recently too. I started and it's pretty good. Like I'll be excited to see it in in movie form. I remember starting Dune in like the seventh grade and I couldn't get into it and I don't think I've picked it up since, but I have heard it's really good. I've never watched it, but I watched the original movie. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's in it. Huh. <laughs> is he the Dune? No, he's not. <laughs> he's the... The, his head is the Dune. <laughs> that was a mean, bald joke and I feel bad for saying it. <laughs> Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, they've announced that they're doing a Mystery Science Theater Turkey Day event this year. Yay. Like they've, they've done at least the last three or four. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like there's any kind of new content with it, unfortunately, but they are like doing a tiered voting system to let the fans decide which episodes they'll play during the marathon, which is neat. Well, that is an interesting take on that. Yeah, you get to see what what everybody's favorite episode is. Okay, so what is everybody's favorite episode of Mystery Science Theater? <gasps> well, Puma Man's my favorite. We talked about That's that true. earlier. We did cover that yeah. already. The one I always remember for some reason is the Screaming Skull. I don't know if it's the first one I saw or what. Like we watched it again recently, and it's just okay. But I actually really prefer Rift Tracks Live when they do like the shorts and they make oh, fun yeah. of those. Oh, those yeah, are the those best. Are Shake hands with danger. Yeah. Shake hands. Corn grass. It's corn grass. What's your favorite Mr. Science Theater? Um, Pooh Man's up there. Oh, what's that? Are you going to say Prince of Space? Oh, that's a good one. I thought maybe Prince of Space would be it. Oh, how's that song go at the end? Was there a song at the end? Is that the one I'm thinking of? I don't remember. No, you're thinking of uh, Jet Jagar. Oh, Jet Jagar, no. <laughs> oh, no, but Prince of Space. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. We like boot blacking. We like it very much. (laughs) I remember one of the first ones I ever watched was like a Gamera one or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, nice. Those are the ones that are hard to get a hold of these days because Japan holds the the rights to Gamera tightly. (laughs) 
I think they're on Shout Factory. When we were flipping through them, there were a bunch of them that had Gamera in the title, but I oh, haven't seen any of those. Maybe they've straightened that out since then. That'd be cool. Yeah, they came out with a Gamera collection not that long ago. Ah, nice. And they also, I think they released it about the same time they brought out the, the Ultraman collection. But uh, by the way, so Patrick Stewart played Gunry Halleck. Ah, okay. I know who that is. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember because it's been so long since I watched Dune. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, so speaking of the vein of movies and things that probably shouldn't happen. <laughs> Bad movies. Uh, we don't know that. It might be good. Yeah, this is true. So they released a trailer today. Yeah, today for Monster Hunter. You know, the movie adaptation of the video game series about slaying giant monsters. That doesn't particularly have a plot. <laughs> nope. I mean, it does, but it's not the point. <laughs> it, it's certainly not modern soldiers being sucked into another dimension to fight dragons. Yeah, yeah. Mila Jovovich gets sucked into another dimension or maybe the past, I don't know, to fight big monsters with modern weaponry and also Monster Hunter weaponry. And it, it doesn't fit the franchise at all. How long has that video game been around? I don't know much about that one. Been around uh, since PS2? Yeah, PS2 was the first Monster Hunter, so probably mid-2000s, 2004. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of a long time to be now making a movie out of it. Yeah. Though it wasn't as popular back then as it is now. No, it took a it took Japan. a long while to. Is it big in Japan? Oh, it was huge in Japan. Yeah. It's so it, is Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> it floated the the PSP in Japan. It kept it alive in Japan. It was so big, huh. but it didn't catch on here in America until like the last I guess two. Yeah, Monster Hunter World was was huge, and then the one before that did. Okay. okay, but n- now it's a big deal, and now we get this this unfortunate-looking film. <laughs> I mean, it's Paul W.S. Anderson, the guy that made all those Resident Evil movies. That So it's going to be exactly like that. It's going to have names of things you know, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an opportunity to make his wife run around and, and fake shoot things with guns, I guess. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's... I've, Whatever works. Yeah, also, I mean, like, the CG looks cool. I just, yeah. It didn't seem like there was a whole lot of plot happening there. Yeah, it, it looks like they're true to the the monster designs, at least. I, I think. I don't, I don't know that well. I don't know my Monster Hunter monsters that well. <laughs> they all just kind of look like big, scaly dragon boys. Yeah. yeah one looked kind of like a Triceratops, but... Oh, there's lots of dinosaur-esque monsters in Monster Hunter. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why they had to add this reverse sonic movie narrative device where it's modern people have to go into the world of the game like why can't we just have the movie take place in the world of the game there's enough there's enough lore there they could have done something with it you know oh yeah sure <laughs> like the, the games aren't big on story but they have a lot of lore and and things going on that they could have made it work you think they'll have the little little cat people I feel like if they were gonna, they would have showed him. Maybe I don't know. It's first trailer. It's true. It, oh man, they're not gonna be in this movie, and it's gonna be a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, in the game, you get this little cat person, uh, a palico, palico <laughs> uh, companion. Oh, okay, nice. And they just kind of run around with you, and you can dress them up in little outfits. Oh, that's precious. And they they kind of fill in a role that another player would if you were playing multiplayer. So if you're playing by yourself, you get kind of assist from your little kitty cat man. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. All right. Well, on that note, we're at about time. So yeah, as uh, our guest producer has said, Jordan. <laughs> uh, also, thank you for joining us tonight. Yes. Oh yeah. Thank Thanks for, for having in. me. Come back anytime. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <clears throat> thank, you, thank you for pushing go button on the computer. <laughs> You're welcome. I did a very good go button job. Yeah. I'm very proud. And, and so, man- manning the soundboard so well. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us each and every, every each and every week at nerdofalo.com. You can also find us on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at nerdofalo now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can call us on the Nerd Overload hotline, uh, 586-372-8020. And uh, be careful not to butt dial us while you're ordering White Castle. 
because that that happened. <laughs> that happened this week. Uh, maybe we'll go into it in another show. I don't know. Um, tell us, uh, give us the video game that you think would make a better movie than Monster Hunter. <laughs> Tetris. Yeah. You know, it, he probably could. <laughs> you can also find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and more, and at WZMOFM.com. I'd also like to thank uh, David Pencil for the intro and outro music. You can find each and everything on uh, DavidPencil.com. My wife! <laughs> we'll see you next week.